0: Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 12 of Tacos and Tails. Welcome back to Tacos and Tails, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Jane, and this is my sister Liz. Hey guys, welcome back, and happy Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday, hey, it's Taco Tuesday, hey. I can't believe it's Taco Tuesday once again, and I can't believe that we are already in the f- uh, first week of November. I know, and I can't believe that I woke up with a nosebleed. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes i woke up and it looked like a crime scene in my room like there was blood all over my face blood on my pillow i'm sorry i'm sorry if anybody is like weirded out by that but it was really (laughs) weird i was like did i punch myself in the face like hmm i just think that i mean i really don't know that's weird maybe it was something in the air because last night when we were watching tv i kept feeling like i was getting nosebleeds so much so that i stood up or i sat up and i was like Picking on my nose, I'm like, and then Joy's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Is my nose bleeding?" But it wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> this <laughs> this this topic has gone on fairly <laughs> too long. It really has. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was a scene this morning in my bedroom. One <laughs> <night>. <laughs> well, we hope everybody had an amazing Halloween, and um, hope you're not too sick of eating candy. <laughs> is everybody eating pip Peppa Pig? so i'm gonna propose this with a challenge today and that challenge is gonna be let's try to do this in one take so that i don't have to stay up till three o'clock in the morning editing (laughs) do you accept this challenge i do and i apologize for all of the laughing but i just really have such a good time with you liz like honestly you are the sunshine (laughs) of my life (laughs) um anyway that's enough of that is everybody eating pumpkin flavored items i went to the grocery store the other day and this entire store was completely full of like (laughs) pumpkin flavored everything (laughs) pumpkin flavored toilet cleaner (laughs) i got an email from office depot (laughs) pumpkin hued printing paper i was like stop it stop it immediately well i mean i guess before you know like the whole festivities that are coming up if you want to print a mom pumpkin colored paper i'm not (laughs) gonna do that (laughs) that's funny oh my god i just thought it was so funny i was like um i was thinking i was like oh you know maybe are there are there pumpkin tacos and i was thinking there actually are like tacos de calabaza well calabaza is Squash, (laughs) (laughs) squash, squash. is squash. I know, but for all intents and purposes, (laughs) I just you know I I had like an aha moment. But thank you so much for killing it. You're very welcome. That's my job. Okay, moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. Thank you so much to everybody who reached out to us after last week's episode and gave um our mom so much love that was very appreciated and she really enjoys sharing her stories with y'all so any feedback that y'all can give us is truly appreciated and she will be back with us in a couple of episodes. Woo taco mom taco <laughs> mom. So today is um Guy Fox day in uh the UK. Are you asking me or are you telling me? Um Kind of saying it. Making the proclamation. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh remember um, remember remember the fifth of November, the gunpowder and treason plot. I know no reason why the gunpowder treason shall ever be forgot or something like that. I'm American. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yes, but we are also have a little bit of British. <laughs> Girl, get out of here. So oh what? I forgot that since since our last meeting we shared a picture of ourselves on our Instagram page, oh, yeah. so we're no longer... <laughs> the voices behind the podcast. <laughs> show yourself. Yeah. Listen not to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> that's The Wizard of Oz, in case y'all haven't watched it. My gosh. <laughs> Actually, let pay no attention. Oh, to pay that. no <laughs> attention. To this. No. We should do another podcast that's just like... Um, Movie I don't quotes. know. Movie quotes? <laughs> <laughs> the person has to um, say what movie they're from. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. Wow, that was some intense writing that Jane just did I literally just wrote my name down. <laughs> so getting right into the meat of the taco, um, today's episode will be about mysterious disappearances. So I... Personally, feel like missing persons cases are just very creepy, um, solely for the fact that there are so many people in the world. I'm having like an existential crisis at the moment. I know, but I, I'm just like, how does how do we even know, you know, who goes missing? Or mm-hmm. it's so scary. Where could these people possibly be? I don't know. Especially, I mean, you do have like the people that have families, and they you know will look for them look for them and somebody knows that you're missing but these poor people people who don't have anybody i know Like get very like it hit it hits me hard and where do people go like i don't know i just i feel like <laughs> so weird. it's weird and honestly like i feel like it's otherworldly almost yes especially um disappearances where um there have been like just odd circumstances where people literally just seem to disappear off of the face of the earth their cars are still running um there are no footprints no sign of a struggle like where do these people just walk off into like oblivion it's so weird yeah so without further (laughs) ado what is the root of that or the origin of that I (laughs) i guess we'll look it up in a little bit I don't know, but my coworker was so impressed the other day when he was like, what the hell does RSVP mean? And I was like, uh, response, s'il vous plaît? And he was like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't with them. <laughs> so do you, would you like to go first or? Ooh-oh. I think you can go first. I'm going to, I'm going to drink my wine as you tell your story. Okay, sounds good. Um, so I'm gonna be telling you today about the disappearance of Pauline Picard. Okay, it sounds familiar. Okay, I find myself going down a rabbit hole of missing persons cases. (laughs) (laughs) Missing Missing persons cases, I just like I said, I just find it super interesting, especially when there are like very mysterious circumstances surrounding their disappearance yeah this is it's definitely interesting so um pauline disappeared when she was just two years old from her family's farm in goas aloudou france in 1922 um and fearing that she had been kidnapped by gypsies her family parents um her family parents (laughs) (laughs) her uh police volunteers they all became they all began combing the area (laughs) they are please hold on i have a stroke um okay so they all began the search that ultimately led them nowhere and her parents started to fear fear the worst until a few weeks later there were reports of a child matching pauline's description seen in cherbourg france Hmm. Um, so Sherbrooke, France is about 300 miles away from where the farm was. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so authorities showed her mom a picture and she responded by like proclaiming, that's my daughter, that's my daughter. And so they drove to Sherbrooke, France to pick her up. When they arrived, the little girl seemed to not really recognize them. And even they weren't as convinced as they were when they had first seen her picture. Um, she kind of was scared of them. She was shy. It almost seemed like she didn't understand the language that they were speaking, which they spoke Breton. And how long had it been? A couple of weeks. That's weird. Yeah. And so... Everybody just chalked it up to like, oh, well, she's probably in shock or she's traumatized from, you know, whatever happened to her. Because being found 300 miles away from your home, something had to have happened. Yeah. Um, so they brought her back home and uh, they tried to help her readjust. And apparently when the other kids saw her, as soon as they saw her, they recognized her as their sister, Pauline. And they ran to her and, you know, hugged her and were happy that she was home. So, after a few weeks of her being home, a neighbor called, and he was like, Hey, are you sure that's your daughter? Ooh. And then suddenly exclaimed, God help me, I am guilty. And hung up. After that, he was found a few hours later babbling to himself, and just in the middle of the street. What? And uh, (laughs) he was committed to an asylum after that. So, um... Yeah, so a little after this happened on May 27th... My birthday! Which is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, a cyclist stumbled upon the remains of a tiny mutilated body no. um, in an area that had been thoroughly searched during the initial like search. Um, the head, hands, and feet had been removed. And next to this... Uh, there was a pile of neatly folded clothing um the other item that was also found here was a skull what so they brought the parents of the little girl and they showed them you know the remains or whatever and the mom identified the clothing as the clothing that the little girl was wearing when she disappeared <gasps> no no mm-hmm. How could they find somebody who looks so uncanny? and so also, after um some analyzation, they c- concluded that the skull that was found next to it was a skull of a man, a <gasps> man's skull. What the yeah frick? so mutilated body, no head, no hands, no feet and a man and skull. a man's skull. that's so weird, yeah. Um, One theory that spread was that an umbrella salesman named Christophe Caramon was responsible for her disappearance, as he was overly fond of Pauline, often cuddling her and telling her he'd find her a good home. Um, And her parents had left them alone, apparently, on the day that the little girl disappeared, whatever that means. Um, And he was arrested, but apparently his alibi checked out, so he was released, Mm -hmm. and nothing came of that. Um one newspaper said that she had been abused at the hand of hands of a family member and that maybe even her father who had a frequent violent violent outbursts was to blame for her death. Oh my gosh. There was even this one theory that a rich couple had kidnapped Pauline to replace their own daughter who had died in order to <laughs> receive the inheritance. And that the tiny corpse that they found was their daughter. This was semi-corroborated just because there were there had been reports that two mysterious people had been watching Pauline the day that she disappeared. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Oh my god, poor baby. I know. Unfortunately the parents ended up changing their minds and said that the little girl was not their daughter after all. change their mind yeah (laughs) but i mean i don't know i just i don't understand like wouldn't the baby have had like um moles or scars or a scent like her eye shape her hair and then i was like well why didn't they just do a dna uh test okay duh i'm so dumb dna tests weren't (laughs) a thing to like the 80s they're still not really like we're not gonna get into that but okay so unfortunately the parents ended up changing their mind and they said the little girl was not their daughter and that oh my god those poor people that uh so then she was sent to live in an orphanage (gasps) they just gave her away Mm -hmm. i actually read two different um, articles um one said that she was sent to live in an orphanage and then nothing else was known about her her life mm-hmm. she just kind of got lost in the system and another one said that the picards gave her the name of marie louise pauline and sent her back to cherbourg to live with some nuns where she died in 1924 of measles then she was buried by the picards under the name pauline picard and her date of death listed as april 6, 1922 the date that she disappeared Aww. so yeah so that's, that's it's so an unsolved sad. mystery because yeah. nobody knows who was this little girl that was found yeah who, who was a body that was found yeah why did these people say that that was a little girl like what was their reasoning grief or whatever happened to the man that was babbling mm-hmm. he, what were his babblings what was he saying i know what was his history what was his yeah who was the man who was the skull that was found so many questions i know and then that umbrella salesman like just because he had an alibi that doesn't mean anything i don't know it's just (laughs) who's an umbrella salesman (laughs) back in the day i guess but isn't that crazy yeah it is pauline picard she was just two years old poor baby she'd be in peace so that's my story (laughs) I get so emotionally invested in these stories, honestly. I know. I was doing my research <laughs> at work, and the palm of my face was probably like, I don't know, my mouth was probably open. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading. I'm everything. telling you, I go down a rabbit. There's like a, a Wikipedia page, um, and it's dedicated to like missing people
1: mm-hmm. or like
0: uh, missing under odd circumstances yeah and they'll like they'll literally like list it out and they'll have like the dates shout out to wikipedia i know that it's not like completely (laughs) factual you always have those people that are like well you know it's (laughs) not absolutely factual like i don't care i just want the story i got a lot of my information from um there was like three one of them is like morbid history (laughs) Huh. And another one was like the occult museum or something like that. But just gonna give him a little credit, I guess. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, but that was that was my story. That's my story, and it's very very sad, and um, just one of those things where nobody will ever know what happened or what or who or when or why or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, Liz. Is that the only story that you have? Yes, or? that's the only story that I have. But I do have a taco break for you. Taco, taco break. So, what is the most expensive taco that you have ever bought? (laughs) Oh my god, it's so (laughs) funny that you bring that up. My friend treated me to dinner yesterday. (laughs) He paid $6 per taco. (laughs) I felt so disrespected. Were they big at least? Not really, and they weren't really even that good. Wow. I'll tell you after the podcast. We won't mention the name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) they <laughs> so weren't that good and for the record if you're gonna invite me to eat i do not like counter service restaurants like i just don't okay like i like a waiter i will tip you whatever i just don't like to order and then sit down okay bye. they're becoming like so so there's are so, so now I, I like that i don't like that and either let's go in sit down sit my ass down <laughs> the menu, and then we will order <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh this is such a snob i feel like the oh. most expensive taco that i've had to is like maybe like around five dollars a taco yeah, like six dollars a taco. I've also had like maybe a plate of tacos, but it came with like maybe beans and rice and it was like twenty. Mm. Um but it was like what is that? A Yugo B for Cope. uh Kobe? No, it's like Ayug <laughs> I have no idea. Wow, I'm really prepared for this right now. <laughs> it's like a fancy <laughs> it's, it's, like a fancy meat, um, so it was a little bit more expensive. Angus? No. Oh, okay. It's like ayug. <laughs> okay. I just keep saying ayug. That still doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Well, I guess it's not so bad if you get a plate of tacos and you have, like, the beans and the rice and everything. Well, today I'm going to tell you about the world's most expensive taco. How much do you think that the world's most expensive taco is? Just shot in the dark. $341. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're incorrect. Okay. Prepared well, to venture another guess? Um $1,025. <laughs> I don't know where I got these numbers from. <laughs> no. Okay. One more time. One more guess. One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the world's most expensive taco is twenty-five thousand dollars. Estan pendejos. <laughs> <laughs> they could keep that. Oh my god. It better be like a painting of a taco, <laughs> Like a Rockwell or something. Um. I just realized that when I wrote this, I deleted the name of the place that has a taco. I'm like, hey, where is it? Um. It's, uh. Oh my gosh. Please Okay, sorry. It is... A taco that is served in the at the Grand Velas Los Cabos Resort. And it is the brainchild of chef Juan Licerio Alcala. Hi Juan, don't you have anything better to do? <laughs> it's really shooting for the stars at that taco. So this taco is prepared with ingredients such as langoustine, which is like a very higher class crustacean like shrimp. Okay. Um, Kobe beef, black truffle brie cheese, and beluga caviar. Ew. The tortilla is made of corn and 24 karat gold foil. Get out <laughs> of here. It is served with an exotic Morita chili salsa, and it comes with a cup of kopi luwak coffee, which is coffee that is made from cherries that have been eaten and passed by civet. Which are small animals that look like cats are hiding. Okay, hyenas. this doing too much. Okay, uh uh-uh. uh. Please give to charity again. Not really. This is it. This is a taco. Looks so weird. What the hell? That looks weird. That looks People weird.
1: are weird. It looks
0: gross. I'll put that on the If Instagram. you, dear listeners, are going to spend $25,000 on a taco, Please send me an email and your address. I just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to talk to you. Well, apparently nobody spent $25,000 on a taco. But it's just... Oh, 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 and you compare it. It comes with like the option to add a glass of Le 0.925 Pasión Azteca Ultra Premium Añejo Tequila, which has a cost of $150,000 per bottle. That's going to be a no for me. <laughs> I'm like, if the shots are like $12, I don't want to go to that bar. So, <laughs> And then in order to um, be able to order this taco, you have to be staying at the presidential suite and you have to give a deposit of $12,500. What the heck? It's I don't know. Crazy. But nobody had ordered this taco ever, obviously. Um. Until it was donated as a raffle item to benefit the Los Cabos Children's Foundation. Okay. Yeah, so the taco and a shot of tequila lay generated $27,960. For the Los Cabos Children Foundation programs for oncology, cardiology, and pediatric intensive care. Okay, okay, okay. I'll stop talking. Yeah. So for something like that, okay. I mean, I guess it's like an experience, but that's just. I don't know, how do you just think about all these random? Yeah. Ingredients to add to it. And then the man who won the raffle or whatever, he didn't even need it. He gave it to his guests that so he took with him to the gala or whatever.
1: And Which the lady, should. the
0: lady said that it was good. Y'all know? Have you ever heard of that show? From, are you a Two Chains fan? Um, two Chains? No. no. Oh, all right. For those of y'all that are Two okay. Chains fans, he has like a show, and it's like uh, where he tries like expensive. I think it's called like the most expensive shit. I can't wait till I'm rich, y'all. I'm gonna do the most. <laughs> I mean. No matter how much money I have, I, w- I would ever have, I don't think I would have spent $25,000 on one taco. Me either. One freaking taco. Correct, because they need like six tacos. I was ended at least four. I thought I was balling this past week. I went to go get um tacos for some gentleman that came for a work event and I rolled up into the in the into the taco place and I was like, uh the girl was like, "You know, ¿Cómo le puedo ayudar?" And I was like, "Oh, see, can I get Thirty tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, big ball and shot calling. It wasn't even my card, but whatever. Were you really hungry that day? <laughs> they were. It's like a seven foot man, and he was like, "These are the most excellent tacos I've ever had. They're from like the Pacific Northwest." Anyway, this has gone on way too far. So sorry. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's that's the world's most expensive taco to date. Wow, thanks for sharing. That's actually very interesting. You're welcome. I thought that was very interesting also. I'm good with like a one one fifty taco. I'm interested in tasting the tequila just because I don't like tequila at all. Uh-uh. But I'm interested in tasting $150 a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of tequila. I mean I don't know wanna pay for it. But if you wanna give me some then I'll definitely taste it. Anyway, so jack-in-the-box two-for-one tacos, and that concludes our (laughs) taco break. Taco Taco break! Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I'm just kidding. So uh, this story actually made me go down a rabbit hole of, like, conspiracy theories. Okay. And, um, so my story is about... Did you just say you were (laughs) sweating? It's really hot in here. (laughs) things we do for our podcast fans for us for any new listeners out there we have to turn off the ac otherwise you'll be able to hear it in your headphones and in your car so we are sweating it out for you guys over here (laughs) so my story is about mara murray um she was 21 when she went missing and there are just several like different circumstances uh surrounding her disappearance um that make it very weird Um, so she went missing in 2004 and, um, so she was a student at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. She was a nursing student and like I said, she was 21. So she emailed her professors and, um, and her work supervisor stating that she had a family emergency Mm -hmm. and that she wouldn't be able to come back to school or work for one week. Okay. She emptied out the two hundred and eighty dollars that she had in her bank account, and she took off. Oh, I think I've heard this one. Yeah, so she didn't have a family emergency, and her car was found crashed into a snowbank on the side of the road. What the? Yeah, so um, a local woman reported the car accident, and then a passerby like offered her assistance, and she said that she had called. Um, for roadside assistance so that was at 7 27 when law enforcement arrived at seven forty six, she was nowhere to be found and has not been seen to this day <laughs> yeah so the car was found locked and there were no footprints no sign of a struggle the keys were inside of the car and she was just nowhere to be found there were no uh, snow tracks uh they searched with like heat Heat sensors, no heat sensors were found. It was almost like somebody just came and picked her up. But it said that... um, I think according to her phone records that she didn't call anybody. She just disappeared into the night, into the snow. So when they got to her apartment, um, her items were packed up. Like if she was in a move. But she Mm -hmm. was in the middle of a semester at school. Mm -hmm. And... Nobody knew, like, if she had any travel plans, she had not confided in anybody. Um, like, nothing. Literally nothing. So, um, this was actually one of the first um, missing persons cases to be kind of circled online on social media. So, they call it, like, the first social media age disappearance. Because they made, like, a Facebook page, like, have you seen our friend? And literally, like, nobody found her. And they would put it on um, TV Nobody was found. Nobody was able to find her. what year did you say this was What year did you say this was? two thousand four so on um, further research, I was uh reading on these message boards, and they were saying that she had a history of mental illness mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't able to find anything else um but in I think it was like two thousand and three, she took her her dad home um or like back to his hotel when he was visiting her and crashed a car causing like ten thousand dollars of damage to the vehicle um and so there's no like record of sobriety it's not known if she was drinking or whatever the case was Uh um and all that was found was the abandoned car so this is literally like the only information that i was able to find on it because they just never found any leads and they've never had any (laughs) <laughs> Any uh, sightings of her? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So they weren't able to like s- see surveillance or anything. Mm-mm. She literally just disappeared. Wow. And that goes back to what I'm saying that I feel like a lot of these disappearances are, mm-hmm. you know, it's otherworldly. Like people just get zapped right out of this dimension. Um. Or like I don't know. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Another story that I was trying to find that I read about a couple of years ago, it's so interesting. There were like some, um, oops, some researchers that were like dealing with, um, I, I want to say it was Argentina. I looked and looked for this stupid story and I can't, I still couldn't find it. But it was actually the, um, inspiration for this episode topic. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, but I couldn't find anything because it, it takes me to the, um, I think it's called the Dyatlov, Dyatlov uh, Pass Incident where some Russian investigators um, perished. But it, that's not the one. I think it was actually in Argentina where some researchers were um, researching psychedelic drugs and like um, mind-altering drugs hmm. where they were found with their eyes gauged, gouged out <laughs> Yeah, but there was no sign of, like, that either one of them had g- gouged the other one's eyes out. So it was, like, a third party. Oh. Yeah, it's so weird. And then they were left on the side of the mountain. Ew. And I think, like, one of them was missing. I don't know. It was, it, I wish I was able to find it so I could tell you about it. But Well, you keep looking Ooh. for that. And when you find it, let us know because it sounds very interesting. Okay, thank you so much yeah until that's my story i didn't realize how short it was sorry missing missing persons are very scary yeah i mean that's why i share my location and if i go missing i better come find me yeah same and like i always text either my mom or somebody like oh on my way home you just don't know what if i don't make it home and you don't you didn't know that i was on my way home i don't know i don't know that's very scary (laughs) Yes, but um, so that's my story. If you have or know any uh, missing people's stories, please share them with us. It's always interesting, and I will go down a rabbit hole and read court documents. I have like an affinity for court documents. I love to read them because they don't always report everything on the news. So, hmm. so interesting. That is interesting. Uh uh-huh. Don't ask me how I find them, you guys. <laughs> I used <laughs> to work in legal support. <laughs> How do you find these stories? <laughs> so if you have any interesting stories, send them to us um, at our email, tacos, the letter N, tales at com, and we'll share them on our segment, Scared to Talk About It. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, our new segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that we had a mention, to like, in the first couple of episodes, yeah. but now that we have more followers, more hey listeners, guys. even though you guys aren't interacting with us as much as I would like, but... <gasps> But a lot of y'all send text messages, and it's so sweet and so appreciated. And I actually went to Sunday Funday yesterday. My friend was a little lit, but it was so sweet because he was telling everybody around us that I had a podcast. And it was very sweet. I love him to death. Okay, bye. But he doesn't listen to it because he's a He scary doesn't cat. listen to it because he doesn't like scary stuff. But he tells everybody else to listen <laughs> to it. He's like, if you download it right now, I'll buy you a drink. And I was like... <laughs> It's, so much. It's a really cool feeling when when um we were at people a, are supportive. Yeah, we were, we were at a Halloween, um, event that our sister held, and she was like, "Oh, by the way, our, my sisters have a podcast." And I was it was it was cool. I liked it. That's cool, we're cool. Yeah. Tell us one fun thing about yourself. I have a podcast. Yeah, it was <laughs> so I I'm in a choir and we had a rehearsal <laughs> on Saturday and i'm new to the choir and so of course whenever you're new to something people are always like oh stand up and tell us a fun fact i'd rather not well now i have a fun fact (laughs) now i'm interesting (laughs) (laughs) so my fun fact was like oh i host a podcast with my sister Mm -hmm. and yeah and so i think that's pretty cool but um i'm definitely definitely excited for next week um next week's episode we will have a special guest on it's gonna be the third sister the power of three will set you free so you've heard our mom but now (laughs) we'll hear the other corner of the triangle the other sister the other corner of the triangle which is our other sister Mm -hmm. Jan (laughs) I'm not sure what she wants to be to go by on the podcast yet (laughs) And so, uh, just a little prelude to that episode, we will be talking about the number 13, because her birthday uh, is on November 13th, the episode comes out on November 13th, and I just blew my own mind and my sister's (laughs) mind (laughs) earlier, because it will also be our episode number
1: 13. 13.
0: (laughs) So, stay tuned, get excited, get some tacos. Yes. We will be probably have a good nice spread next Tuesday because it is our sister's birthday so tune in for our 13th episode we're super duper excited um that we're continuing this hopefully we'll get to episode I don't know oh it's another superstition so hopefully we'll get I got it hopefully we'll get to number episode number 69 <laughs> I don't think this like really is superstition more as yeah, like it's more like a fun number <laughs> Raise your hand. So, if you have any experience. (laughs) Sixty minutes. Just kidding. For those of you that listen to us on iTunes, please, 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 please please rate us, review us, and subscribe. And share with my friends. Do it now. (laughs) Do it good. No. Well, this podcast has really taken um, a turn for the worst, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) There was, like, somebody looking for um, a recommendation on podcasts, and she's like, I listen to it with my kids. Like, please recommend a podcast. And I told my sister that I had recommended it. She's like, "Um, we're not exactly kid-friendly. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That'll be all right. That reminds me of one of my friends. She was like, oh, I didn't know you were on Spotify. And then she sent me a screenshot. She was like, wow, there's a lot of um, X rated podcasts under you because it's like tacos and sex and like, oh my God, sex something. It's weird. Yeah. yeah it Probably funny. because we're rated E, like, not for everyone. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry. But if you haven't yet, um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at tacos the letter N tales podcast. That's tacos and tales podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Tacos and Tails. I don't really tweet that much because, honestly, guys, I don't really know how to use it. Mm. But uh, (laughs) uh, we are um, also on Patreon. So if you guys love us and want to support us, (laughs) then uh, visit our Patreon page at Tacos and Tails Podcast. And give us a little bit of love on there. Yeah, thank you guys so much um whether you're tipsy or sobered, and talking about us we definitely appreciate it so keep enjoying your taco tuesday have some amazing tacos have a great week a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week on taco tuesday bye